I love coaching and I love talking about coaching just as much. Coffee House Coaching was created as a place to connect with other executive coaches to learn about their coaching journey, practice, and philosophy. I'm your host, Gary Nowak, and I'm back again today with Jackie Hodgins where we talk about check-in questions. When to send them out, when to introduce them. What is the purpose of the check-in question? Setting the tone, getting the client to be open. How do check-in questions really serve the client? Figuring out in the moment at kickoff what the right check-in question is. As always, if you enjoyed our conversation, please reach out to either Jackie or myself to be on future podcasts with us. Thanks for joining us. Jackie, always nice to see you. Thanks for jumping on with me. Really appreciate it. Happy to be here, Gary. Thanks. So I'm going to show you how I'm showing up today, then I'm going to ask you the same question. In preparing for this, I realized I have six meetings today, and they're all very well spread apart. I think I have at least 45 minutes to an hour in between each. So I'm showing up very balanced. And in full transparency, this is the one meeting I've been looking forward to all day. So thanks for joining me. How are you showing up today, Jackie? Well, I would definitely agree. This was when I looked at my calendar, I said, oh, that's exciting. I've got Gary's podcast today. So I'm showing up excited and ready to chat with you. Excellent. What do you want to talk about today? Today, I think would be interesting to talk about check-in questions, check-out questions. How do we start and end a session with a client? Do you want to start or you want me to go? Love to hear your perspective. All right. So I know this can be a, a difficult topic for coaches and I know people have perspectives. So I read a book, Do Your Best Coaching by Julie Hess and Laura Daly. And in it, they had talked about check-in questions. And I've been doing this for a couple of years. And last year, 2022, I was just coaching. I wasn't reading books. I wasn't doing anything, but I had them on the podcast and I thought I should really read the book before I, I speak with them. And I did. And what it provoked for me, I've had a few clients that have been a bit long-term and I keep going back to them to make sure that we're okay, we're going forward and they want to continue to work together, which is brilliant. Then after I read the book, I thought maybe I should send them check-in questions just to kind of mix things up a little bit. I'd never done that before, never really considered it. So I read the book and thought, oh, I'm going to start doing that. So my perspective when I read it was I send them questions ahead of our session. And I have little notes in my calendar to say, hey, I'm going to meet with Peter on Friday. It's Wednesday. I'm going to send him check-in questions. What I do is I review notes before and see what themes there were, see what's coming out for me. I might, if I'm really good, at the end of a session, think about three check-in questions for the next time. And I'm trying to build that into my DNA with taking notes. And that's a whole separate side topic of discussion. So what I do, I create three check-in questions. I send it to the individual's Gmail account because I don't want those to go to his personal account. And then I'll text him on WhatsApp and say, hey, Peter, I've sent you three check-in questions. And another client, very similar, I will email her the check-in questions to her personal account. If we have time, here are three questions. And the pressure I get to create them sometimes can be a lot. I don't Google. I don't search. I'm not reading through books. For me, it's reading through, I think, what's pertinent for them. That's how I view my check-in questions. And the reaction has been positive. And I think they're doing that just to say, oh, those are great check-in questions. And we go into a session, I'll say, what do you want to cover? And they'll say, oh, well, the check-in questions. Sometimes we get to them, sometimes we don't. I'm questioning whether they do it. Sometimes they'll respond to the question via email ahead of time. So that's it. I want to hear from you what your perspective is on check-in questions. 
Well, first, I appreciate hearing your process. I have a few questions back to you once we talk about what I do. So for my, when I'm ready to meet with a client again, the next session, I'm always emailing them at least 24 to 48 hours ahead of time, asking them to think about reflect on our last session. What are some things you be ready to talk about the things you want to talk about in our upcoming session. And when we start the session is where I might do the checking question. And the checking question is really bringing their voice into the room and having them feel more comfortable in that space. Because a lot of times the executives that we are coaching are coming from meeting to meeting. And so there's really no breathing room in between. The check-in could be a question. It could be a breathing activity. It could be, we're going to get up and have a dance off. It could be whatever is needed in the moment with that client. And so what I, I really think about is what might that client need and trying to just make sure the check-in is appropriate for them, much like you do with your clients. When do you decide whether it's a dance-off or a breathing exercise or a question? It depends on the individual and the situation and where we are in the journey. So it becomes obvious sometimes when you have a client who is just really in their head and thinking all of the time. So I would want to try to get them to do something that's movement or outside of their brain. So into their body more. So I would probably not do a question with that kind of a client. I might start that way and then ease it down the road into, hey, let's take a a breath or let's do a meditation where we just ground ourselves in the moment. Absolutely love it. I've gotten into sessions where I'm recognizing the person their energy level is really high. And it's like they just came out of a meeting. And I've I've said this, I said, do we need to take a breath for a second? Because you feel like you just ran to this meeting and I want you to settle into it. What I like about that is you're not making a decision until you're reading what's happening with the client. So on that, how do you start your sessions? I definitely start with, how are you doing today? How are you showing up? And then based on what I hear, then the decision becomes easy. And I have clients where from the beginning, we set up a structure to where we do a certain activity. For example, I have an activity I do that's really pretty popular and people actually love it. And it's a lot for these busy executives. So if they come into the meeting, they're just getting off another phone call or or rushing from another room. And so we do what I just call it the box activity. (laughs) I have them imagine that they have a box in front of them on their desk or wherever they're sitting. And I say to them, open the box. There are four flaps on the box. I want you to physically open the box. And then I say, now I want you to think about all the things that are on your mind. And one by one, just start throwing them in there. Throw everything that's on your mind or that could get in the way of us having a great session today. Throw it in the box. I have them go fast, fast, throw it in. And then I tell them to fold the flaps back in and seal it up with the with the tape so that it's secure. And then I have them physically move it to a different part of the room or a different part of the desk. So it's physically out of their way. Now, of course, this is imagination and it's positive visualization for them. And what I say to them when they move the box, I say, now we're not going to touch that box for the next hour. But when the hour's up, you can do whatever you want with that box. You can take it with you. You can open it, throw it away, whatever you want. What's a typical reaction from a client when you try this? I've got nothing but positive feedback. And at first, some some people were like, what are we doing? <laughs> are you crazy? Uh, but what I have to tell you, there was one client in particular that sticks out of my mind when we started doing this. He was a little reluctant. I said, just, just try it. Let's just see what happens. 
And by session three or four, if I forgot to do it, he would say, oh, we need to do the box. So for some clients, it works really well. There are other clients I would probably not try that with. I, again, it just, it's knowing the person, building the relationship, having the trust so that they see that you're really trying to see them in the moment and understand their needs. When I hear you talk, you're really watching the client, you're visual, you're seeing the client, you're recognizing it feels like I need to do the box exercise. It doesn't feel like it's part of your chemistry call or this is how I coach. It feels very intuitive for you to say, hey, look, let's get some things out of the way. Let's let's put things in a box that you think might get in the way of our coaching. And you don't care what they are. Don't tell me, just throw things in there. Let me know when you're done or I'll see you put the box to the side and then we can start our session. It just allows the client to let go of the things that are really in their mind or that could hold them back in the session. It just gives them the freedom to to throw it in the box and not worry about it. Has anybody ever shared what was in the box? It Sometimes it'll come out in the session, but I never ask what's in the box. And they typically don't tell me. I've never asked. I just want to focus on what is their goal for that session. If you were coaching me, I said, I thought I put that in the box. It must have snuck out. <laughs> I better do a better job of taping the darn thing next time. What's an example of a check-in question for you? An example of a check-in question could be something like, if you were to give me one word of how you're showing up today, what would that one word be? It could also be something, depending on the client, You just it, it's all individualized. But I have a, a client who was working on their visualization and really seeing the future and what do they want. And so I did more visual things with that client. So I would do things like if you were a superhero, which one would you be and why? Or if you could be any animal, which animal would you be? Is visualization big in your practice? I try to incorporate the whole person. And if everyone's always in their head and thinking logically and thinking about things that a process way to get out of a situation that they're in, it may or may not be as helpful as if we were to look at the whole person. And sometimes I just ask things out of intuition. I just ask things of people and they, and sometimes it works and sometimes it doesn't. And it's a matter of just trying things sometimes with clients to see what will help them. So just on the check-in, I brought it into, I was in supervision and I brought this into supervision. And I think the perspective was check-ins should be exactly what you were saying. What's the one word that would describe you today? How are you showing up for the session today? Because as I was reading through check-ins, because that's that doesn't feel like it's my check-in question. It doesn't even feel like a check-in question for me now that I'm verbalizing. It feels more of a, and, and this is where I get in my head about it, because a check-in, the questions I send could be very directional on pointing them into a spot where I think they wanted to go or where I think they go. Let me give you some examples of checking question. I just had a session with a client that I've been working with for now, probably a year. Really enjoy the work that we're doing together. I asked, how would you like people to describe you? When do you get the most joy from your work? When do you shine? What traits of yours do you see in your boys? I do this and I really struggle with, I don't know if this is helping the client or hurting the client. And that's probably why I'm bringing it up to you now as three examples, because a lot of our work has been her at her work and how she's showing up and learning and where she wants to go with her career and building a good foundation for herself. So curious about your thoughts on those and what your perspective is. Thanks for sharing those. I think my question back to you would be, what is the purpose of the questions as it relates to the client's goal or their self-awareness. With this client, she'll often come in with not a big agenda. And we have 90-minute sessions. So I'll say, 
what do you want to cover today? Well, I don't know. Let me just give you an update. Okay. I'm happy for the update. And what I'm finding, it it almost feels like a, I don't want to say a crutch. It almost feels, okay, if we're struggling to find something, we can go to the question. So what's she working on? I feel what she started with working on is understanding Eastern culture versus Western culture and how we might do things, which is why she reached out to me trying to understand the Western culture of how to do things because she's from an Eastern culture background and trying to understand how better to show up at work. So a lot of it, it was it's coaching and I'm leaning way more into coaching than I was. But originally, it was more seeking advice or seeking a perspective of mine. So when I look at questions, I'm trying to get into how she wants to show up and what she wants to learn from this. How is she growing? And I found lately in my coaching, everything is coming back into what's going on inside of you of in this situation. And also, what I'm highlighting for people is if they're going through a difficult situation, and she is, she's going through a difficult situation. I'll say, you need to address this now the best way that feels comfortable for you because you will find yourself in a similar situation time and time and time again, because she works in business. And as you know, people are always not playing ball or they're doing things that you don't like. So it was just a real eye opener for her, for me to say, let's focus on how you're showing up to the meeting. What's your impact? Why were you confident with this person? And now with this person, you're not confident. Why are you looking for a thank you or a great job over here, but you're not getting it here and it's really upsetting you? Yeah, that's really interesting. I would say for me if, as a coach, when I send something ahead of time, if I send something ahead of time, I would definitely make sure we cover it in that session because I wouldn't want the client to think that anything I send, we're not going to cover. And they might tend to ignore things moving forward. So that's the first thing I would say. The second thing, just to react to that is I love those questions. They seem very appropriate for the client. And so I would be wondering, are those more appropriate for in session when those kind of situations come up where that question is appropriate? And this is this is why you prompted that maybe my check-in question should be held at the beginning of a session, because I don't know that I get upset that they answer it. I feel when I send them ahead of time and they answer via, via they type out an answer, I was like, oh, no, that's not the intent. That's not really what I wanted. I'm learning a couple things. One is three, maybe too many. I can maybe just focus on one, keep it written down, or send them one question ahead of time. Because I struggle with the three sometimes. I'm sitting there ahead of a meeting. I'm like, all right, what new thing am I going to put up this time? And I'm absolutely not Googling. So people that think it's an easy Google, it's not it. And I feel I feel pressure from it. So what I might try to do is bring it into a session like, hey, I've got a check-in question. I just want to try it with you. And then in the moment, you're like, how would you like people to describe you? And let that sit in the session rather than having her, because there may be a misinterpretation of my question. And it it feels it feels actually a lot better if we kick it off. Hey, what do you want to talk about today? I say, oh, okay, you just want an update. Do you mind if I if we talk about a check-in question that I have for you? Sure. And then we wrap ourselves around that. I like that. That's why I do this, Jackie, to learn from great people like you. <laughs> yes, Gary, you're welcome. But also I feel like we're learning from each other in the process. So thank you and you're welcome. The other thing to think about too is just really being clear on the purpose of them. So I, for me, I'm just really clear on what's the purpose of that checking question. And for me, it's about setting a tone and helping the client to feel comfortable and to be open. I used to send 
something ahead of time in the very beginning. And then I stopped doing that because I same like you, they would answer it in email and that wasn't the intent. Or by the time we got to the session, it just wasn't, it didn't fit in to the vibe that was happening in the moment. And I always want the client to be like, if we're dancing, I want them to be leading. I have to follow. So if I continually give them prompts, I may be sort of leading the witness in a way. And I always try to think about when they, when I ask them, what would you like to do in our time together today? What would be a good outcome for you? If I feel like they're doing the, oh, I don't know. I, I don't really know what would be helpful to me. I might take them back to their coaching goal and talk a little bit about how are things for you as it relates to this goal. Could even do like a progress check-in. You could do a, there's so many things that we could do to help the client really determine that. And if I found a pattern of a client that continually came in with, I don't know what I want to talk about today, then it might be time to have that conversation. What are you really getting from this and what are you putting into it? I'm going to share what I'm taking away from today. And then I want to hear from you what you're, what you got from this. The first thing, what's the purpose of the check-in question? I've really got to anchor into that. Second thing that you touched on when you talked about the box exercises, how is that person showing up? And when I send a check-in question ahead of time, I don't know where they're coming from. I don't know when they're going to read it. I don't know what their mindset is. I don't know if they think it's a burden, but in session, if they come to me with Gary, here are the five things I want to talk about. It's like, oh, I don't need a check-in question. I don't need to burden that with something. Or I might use it at the beginning just to get them grounded in their mindset. And I do start off with sessions about what are you noticing about yourself today? Or how are you showing up today? The third thing was that I think is going to be a good topic for you and I to drill down a bit more is if they come in with, I don't know, or they come in with, haven't really given it too much thought, then let's get back to our goals of what we're doing. Let's get back to a previous session. Let's get us grounded back into why are we even talking to each other and doing that? So that's what I'm gleaning from today. What are you taking away from today? I would love to share what I'm taking away from today. I think just a reminder to myself that every client is individual and that what might work with one person will not necessarily work with the next person. So really individualizing the check-in. I also do check-out questions. So it's even knowing what the client needs in that moment and to really bookend that, that session so they feel like they are having the self-awareness and moving forward in their journey. Those are That's a big reminder to me to keep, keep that first and foremost as it relates to my clients. What's an example of a checkout question? A checkout question might be, what is your bit, key takeaway from today's session? It also could be, if I started with what's the one word that you're entering the session with, I might ask, What's one word as you leave this session on how you're feeling? So it, again, it could be different and it's different with individuals versus groups. I do a lot of uh, team and group coaching. And so there's some interesting check-in and checkouts we could do with them as well. I am writing all these future topics down. You know that, right? <laughs> I do do on a checkout. What are your takeaways? I always say that. Yes, I always do that one as well. Jackie, thank you so much for getting on and recording with me. I love this one. Thanks. You're welcome. Take care. Bye.